the Public News Service Doing Newscast, March the 8th, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. Putnam County residents are closely watching developments after learning that multiple truckloads of waste from the train derailment site in East Palestine, Ohio, are already at a local landfill. The Hoosier Environmental Council says now is the time for Indiana residents to start paying closer attention to the hazardous materials shipped by rail nearly every day through Indiana. The sounds of train whistles and changing railroad crossing bells are heard so often that warnings can become background noise. Tim Maloney at the Hoosier Environmental Council says stronger safety standards are overdue. There are a lot of incidents that are happening, over 800 in 2022 in the United States of derailment. 447 cars involved were hazardous material rail cars, so it's a serious concern. Maloney says it isn't uncommon to find railroad tracks parallel to waterways in Indiana and other Ohio River Valley states because the tracks were built along those natural pathways. I'm Joey Graham for Public News Service. And farmers in areas hit hard by drought are turning to more resilient crops that use less water and have other positive environmental benefits. As hot, dry summers become the norm in the grips of historic drought, sorghum is making a comeback. Harvested generations ago with its roots in Africa, some farmers have turned to sorghum as a more sustainable alternative to traditional row crops like corn or soybeans, simply because it uses so much less water. Sylvia Secchi, a sustainability professor at the University of Iowa, says sorghum is still commonly used in Africa for its drought tolerance. Places like Kansas and western Nebraska or Oklahoma, some other crops that might require irrigation or that might be more sensitive to drought are not quite as good in those conditions, but sorghum can help farmers buffer the drought. Sorghum has adapted to low moisture environments by developing a waxy substance on the plant's leaves and stems, and its roots can reach more than eight feet into the ground. While sorghum is a good alternative to row crops for feeding livestock, Seki says there are barriers to widespread acceptance in the United States. This is Mark Moran reporting. Now from the Washington Post, Senate Republicans blasted Fox News Tuesday for airing a show that twisted details of the January 21 attack on the Capitol into a conspiracy-fueled narrative. From Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell to rank-and-file lawmakers, GOP senators largely rejected the Fox personality Tucker Carlson's vision of the deadly attempted insurrection as a mostly peaceful protest that involved little violence. This is Public News Service. Just 14% of California's 94,000 undocumented college students receive some form of state financial aid. That's according to a new report. Researchers from the California Student Aid Commission found that only half of the people who are eligible for state aid for higher education even apply. The commission's executive director, Marlene Garcia, says a lot of students apply to get their fees waived for coursework but don't realize they could get a Cal grant to help with living expenses. Paperwork appears to be one of the issues. They may be applying for the College Promise, and they think that they've completed the financial aid application, but then they find out they have to complete the California DREAM Act application. And sometimes you'll lose students in that process. I'm Suzanne Potter. Another barrier is the requirement that undocumented students sign an affidavit that they attended at least three years of high school in California. 
And the Arizona Department of Transportation wants to hear from people across the state as it looks to set priorities for the state's 2050 long-range transportation plan. The Arizona Perg Education Fund says the state plan should reflect the needs of all Arizonans, no matter where they live. Arizona Perg Executive Director Diane Brown says there's been a clear need to increase features like bike lanes and walking paths and also to improve public transit options. Brown thinks the goal should be to have transportation choices that'll help Arizonans save money, improve air quality, and take public health impacts into account. The transportation system needs to significantly incorporate active transportation, such as walking and biking, along with public transit to provide Arizonans options. I'm Alex Gonzalez reporting. Finally, our Catherine Carley lets us know the disability community is mourning the loss of one of its greatest advocates. Judy Human has been called the mother of the disability rights movement and was a driving force behind some of its greatest legislative accomplishments, including the Americans with Disabilities Act. Monica Zuloff with Able and H says Human helped ensure people with disabilities were made visible. We're losing a generation of people who knew how to agitate and how to bring people together in a respectful way that really moved the needle. Zuloff says she admired Human's bold leadership and direct actions, including a 1977 sit-in by disabled activists at a federal building in San Francisco, which lasted 28 days and led to passage of what's known as Section 504, one of the first federal civil rights laws offering protection for Americans with disabilities. This is by Clifford for Public News Service, member endlessly supported. Here are some radio stations, big and small, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.